0: The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports
1: fans. 1700, the champ.
2: Hour number two with you on a Wednesday. Time for the top five at five. We get into five to- topics locally and nationally here with our top five at five. Trent Condon Wolfgang with you on a Wednesday afternoon. I've been waiting, Trent. It's here, baby. You made it. You, you made it through the first hour. I, I had to pull you through, but here you are. In hour number two, also coming up later this hour, Kevin Layman's going to stop by. A lot of college basketball conversation with Kevin. That'll be at about 520 or so here today. And you can also join us at 264-1700 is the phone number. 515-264-1700 dialed up with your thoughts on what's going on in the world of sports. So... Here we go Wolfgang and I know you love this sound number one there we
0: go <laughs> Do you know that person that does that sounding
2: I, I do know that person okay. that does
0: that sounding yeah introduced I want to I meet this man
2: well that, that's an old employee there that, that did that one from way back in the day and uh, we still had it on on my bumper bar up here so I decided to play around with it I thought you'd you'd get a kick out of it topic number one Solomon Young for Iowa State speaking of college basketball he is going to see a specialist For his groin injury, Wolfgang, specialist groin, usually not two things you want to hear together. How concerned, though? You have the Zeron tally injury with the broken nose out four to six weeks. Two freshmen coming off of mono and Tyrese Halliburton and George Condit. How concerned are you on October 17th with the injury and illness for the Cyclone Hoopsters?
0: I mean, I'm not overly concerned, but this is absolutely not the way you want to get your season started. Not work in the chemistry, because I do believe in that stuff. I believe it starts early in the year. It's not like he's some new guy that doesn't know the offense, doesn't know what's expected of him on the defense or effort or anything like that. He knows what Prohm wants out of him. But that doesn't mean that this doesn't hurt Iowa State going forward. Two guys with mono, a guy that goes and has to see a groin specialist. Which, who wouldn't want that on their, on their business card, Trent?
2: Groin specialist?
0: Yeah, I'm a groin specialist. Good for you. Did you go to school for that? Uh, I'm guessing he makes a lot and a lot of money. Um, more than either of us, uh, either of us, Trent. <laughs> That's true. But you no, know, it, it's not the way to get started off on the on the right foot. It's not. I mean, we can sit here and look at this negative and go, woe is me. Iowa State has enough guys to get this done for as long as it's going to take in order for him to get back. But it's not the way you want to start off things.
2: Good news. Certainly, this team is a whole lot deeper than what we saw a season ago no reason to hit the panic button, but something to keep an eye on with the injuries with Iowa State. Number two. All right, Iowa. League jump into the Hawkeyes next as Iowa welcomes in Maryland this weekend for homecoming. The Terrapins, they can run the football. Their top two rushers averaging over eight yards per carry. Iowa has been good against most teams running the football. This is going to be a different animal. A lot of jet sweeps. How concerned are you with the Terps running the football against the Hawkeyes?
0: You know what? We've talked a little bit, and I'm not concerned. And it scares me a little bit that I'm not concerned. Do I want to be concerned? What am I, a masochist, Trent? This is like, who complains about not being concerned? Why am I not worried? I want to stay up at night worried so I can't sleep. It's weird. I'm not worried. I don't like that. Last week, Trent, everybody was worried. Weird. Going into Indiana. It's a funny thing. I'm sure the national people are listening to sports radio and here in in town or reading some of the Hawkeye Twitter feeds or something going, man, they're really taking this seriously. Now I'm not concerned. I don't know what it is. I'm not concerned with Iowa's rush defense. They're elite of elite. I just saw a stat, yards per carry. They're Were they fifth, I think, Trent? I, I mean, think, I thought third. Third. I mean, yeah. they're no joke. I literally just uh, favorited a tweet of that. I mean, they're really, really at high, and so is Iowa State, by the way. So, I mean, we're going up against a team whose thing is running it. So we're going to see their strength is running the ball. They're going up against our strength, which is stopping the run. So we're going to see. We're going to see who has the bigger you know what. We're going to see, and whoever wins is probably going to win this game, Trent. Top
2: 5 of 5 continues with number 3. You like that guy's voice. I think you're jealous of it. (laughs) He's probably suing us right now. It very well could be happening. Yeah, checks in the mail. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Number 3, Northern Iowa with their basketball media day today. The Panthers coming off a year that ended in the MVC tournament against Loyola. They had the Ramblers on the ropes in that game. Let it get away Late, but a lot of trouble inside a season ago. They welcome in AJ Green. Preseason, they're picked fifth in the MVC behind all four schools from Illinois. Of course, Loyola, Southern Illinois, Bradley, and a lot of people's pick to upend the Ramblers this year. That's Illinois State. Do the Panthers break up the Big Four of Illinois? Are the Panthers a top four team in the MVC this year?
0: I don't know. It's going to be fun to watch. I think almost everybody that I respect that follows that um, has them around fifth. We shall see. The green guy, I can't wait to watch. Um, I have not seen him. I need to look at his high school film because I think I told you before we went on, I have a guy that comes at me on Twitter that's a I fan that will not get off my you-know-what over watching this guy. He says, yeah, Iowa didn't get the best recruit. They didn't get Wieskamp. Camp isn't the best recruit in Iowa. I don't know, because I haven't seen this green ki- green kid play. If he is a stud, if he actually has game, which I know he does, his dad's a coach, if mm-hmm. he's got that philosophy, it's time for you and I, Trent, I think.
2: St- they got to get it going again, don't you think? No, there's no doubt. It, it has been It's time. a couple of disappointing years in a row for the Panthers. And I mentioned last year they were, for the first time in a long time, playing in the Drake Invitational, playing in the 8-9 game in that opening round of the MVC tournament. You look at A.J. Green... Recruiting-wise, including to the rankings, Joe Wieskamp was higher-ranked. I saw them both play at the high school level. Borderline 100
0: with green, you think, Trey?
2: Oh, yeah. He, he was a top 75 player. I mean, he had offers from a lot of big programs, from Wisconsin. I didn't know
0: he was a top 75. Yeah.
2: Wow. Wisconsin, Virginia. Virginia offers you is that pretty good Wolfgang
0: yeah I'm gonna be watching okay I'm gonna be watching a film of this guy I was wondering why he wouldn't shut up and quit leaving you know leave me alone ma'am and I will watch this guy I didn't know he was that high I thought he was right around 100 not that that's a huge difference but when you're a top 75 recruit and you're going to Northern Iowa you're a coach's kid know how to play basketball no you're a disciplined guy I'm assuming this I mean this is a big thing you're a unI grad are you pumped
2: I'm excited for it yeah he was a 78 by 24 7. That's where he was. Let's see what rivals had Mm -hmm. A.J. Green when he wrapped up. I think he might have fallen out of their top 100 at the end. 94 is what he finished it up. But mention some of the offers from Virginia to Ohio State, Stanford, Purdue involved, Wisconsin. There are plenty of options out there. Iowa, uh, did they get the best recruit in the state? I still like Joe Wieskamp, and I think you're going to see a big difference there. But A.J. Green, he has a chance to make a big difference for the Panthers this year. Number four. All right, let's jump into the national scene. Last night, it was the debut of one of your favorites, the National Basketball Association. They're playing this thing in the middle of October now. I mean, come on, Wolfgang. (laughs) You talk about going too far. It's too early for the NBA. I enjoy the NBA I like to give Brinson a hard time. I like to give you a hard time about your guys's love of the NBA. But come on, we're starting this thing October sixteenth, and there's more basketball tonight. Why should I be excited about the NBA in October?
0: Too many, too much sports does not exist. Trent, come on, you're the one guy that should know that too much sports does not exist. If you watched the Celtics yesterday, Trent, it was a little embarrassing. What do they not have? This is, I mean, we talk about Iowa State, the Iowa State football program, saying this is not your father's. Cyclone football program. This is a program that, look, look for the future. I mean, this is not a team that loses to crap teams anymore and they beat really good programs. This is, now, this may be your Celtics basketball program. This may be from back in the day when Larry Bird was there. John Mm -hmm. Miller was tweeting at me going, this, you know, I said, what does this Celtics team not have? John Miller was. Being facetious, saying, "Well, they don't have uh, you know Kevin McHale's hairy armpits, and they don't have Larry Bird, <laughs> and blah blah blah, but they have almost everything else." Trent, they have guys that are tough and smart from Oklahoma State. They've got the kid from Kansas, Morris, that is tough. will get in your face and play defense and hit open shots. Then they got a superstar, like maybe not a superstar, but Irving, who can finish and is clutch. And then they got the Tatum kid from Duke, who is this close. Have you seen Tatum? Yes. He's this he probably won't be a superstar this year. But what have you seen out of the Tatum kid? He is no joke, man.
2: He can score in big-time ways. And the dunk that he had last year over LeBron kind of ascended, oh, I think, the, him into the national consciousness. And and that's not it. From Jalen Brown to this team's incredibly deep. We haven't talked about the guy they brought in a year ago and only played a couple of minutes in Gordon Hayward. What did you think out of Hayward last night? I I was not almost impressed. I was almost cringing watching him at times. It, it And you can tell coming back from an injury like that, there's still a lot going on up in his head,
0: and why wouldn't there be? I mean, he's got quite a while to figure this out. I'd bring him along slow. I wouldn't play him huge minutes. You could see, you could see it. And why wouldn't he feel like that? I mean, he's a human being. He's not a damn robot. You right. know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, he he had a couple nice jumpers where he was. He shot it with conviction. He came around the corner, shot it nicely. But yeah, his athleticism doesn't look like it's there. He went up a couple times in um, traffic, Trent. Where boy, he didn't even get off the floor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But. I mean, they were that good yesterday, and that's a former—not last year, because he was hurt. The year before, a former All-Star that averaged like 24 a game, okay? And they he's not even going to be a, like, where he needs to be for a while. And then you add Kyrie Irving, who was hurt at the end of the last year, too. It's—this might be actually fun. You know, I'm, I'm a guy that looks at Golden State and just goes, oh boy. But the Celtics looked really good, and that's against the 76ers that have two stud players— and probably one that has a shot at winning the MVP, man.
2: And I love the uh, the quote from Joel Embiid after the game. They asked about the rivalry, and he said, "This isn't a rivalry. These guys kick our ass every time." Yeah. I mean, it's, it's and it's completely right. And that kind of perspective from a player, it's incredibly rare. I love to see that out of Joel Embiid. Does he talk too much? That that's a, I don't think so. I. Do your thing, young man. Do your thing. He I like Joel. Lot. He's funny. He, right, yes. I don't, I don't think he's crossed the line from
0: anything. What's wrong with what he said there? Right, right. He's basically saying, hey, guys, basically looking at in the mirror and with his teammates, and he's going, dude, this ain't a rivalry. We ain't there yet. I mean, they've been beating us. They beat us last year without two of their best—probably their two best players last year, and nothing changed this year. They just whooped our butt. That's basically a message to his team. He didn't blame anybody. He just said, we— are not on the same page as Boston Celtics right now. I have no problem with what he did there. And he he's a fun quote, and I'm never gonna complain about that man. Thank you.
2: Baseball tonight, it's the Red Sox and the Astros going on right now. It is the Brewers and Dodgers. The Brewers out to a one nothing lead in that one. NBA tonight, speaking of that, mm-hmm. Suns Mavericks. You watching that on ESPN this evening?
0: Um, I am going to watch a little bit because of the fun conversations we had about Aiton this summer, about the future of basketball, the big guy, mm-hmm. Um, what basically is the future of basketball. Do the big guys have a spot anymore? And we came to the conclusion that Aiton was so talented, so freaky athletically, that he'd figure it out on defense. I think that was our problem, Trent, with his maybe closing out on three-pointers and stuff like right. that. Is that. Am I remembering that right? Yes, yep. But yeah, I do want to see him, and it's you say it's the Suns versus who?
2: Uh, Mavericks and Luka Doncic oh yeah heck yeah I
0: watched a little bit of that
2: you don't find that any fun <laughs> uh, I'll probably Luca, do it I'll probably do it i right. right. do it number 5 alright wrap it up here as mentioned the Brewers with a one nothing lead over the Dodgers from yesterday though controversy going up the line <laughs> running up the first baseline so dirty Trent Manny so dirty. Machado sticks his leg out tries to get Jesus Aguilar You got a problem with that? I don't know. I mean, you made me go back
0: and forth on that stuff. I told told you earlier, why don't you just go for a bathroom break, and I'll I'll have a conversation and debate myself because I can actually do that, Trent. I go and I, I sit there and I go, well, why is his foot halfway across the base? And then I go, I look at the other guy running right across, kicking him. And you try to say off air that he was, gave him the cleat or something like that. I mean, you are a true radio guy. Seriously, man. Your poor wife.
2: Oh, no. It's Words fine. have it's, meaning, it's my fine. friend. It's fine. one nothing lead as they play bottom of the third inning for that one. And Wade Miley is out there dealing. Wade Miley. Talk about resurrecting a career. This is uh, He's not even in the game anymore. We got Woodro- we're Woodruff now in the game. Check that. Wade Miley's uh, day was complete. He got through a couple innings. That's all he needed out of him and they'll turn it over to the bullpen here for the brewers all right final two minutes here before we have to get a break and we'll talk with kevin Mm layman get into some hoops yeah looking forward to that iowa has six games left in football six games left of the regular season outside of penn state what game concerns you most a bonus question,
0: number six. <laughs> nice. We don't even need that guy, dude. Let's both do it. That'd be fun. Number six. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to pay anybody to do our own sound bites. We can do the same thing. Um, which game concerns me both most? I'd have to say Purdue, and I think I've said that for a while. Mm-hmm. I before even they won their last game, I was saying, forget their record. Look at how they're playing. I think they're a good team. Watch with your eyeballs. Purdue would probably scare me the most. Again, I'm not that concerned about this Maryland game, but why aren't we concerned? Why isn't I? Why aren't Iowa fans concerned about this game, Trent? When Maryland beats Texas, Texas instead we're instead of saying Iowa is playing Maryland right now, why doesn't everybody just say Iowa is playing Texas? Then we'll take this a little more seriously because Texas the media.
2: Ha- Texas hasn't lost to Temple.
0: <laughs> Texas wasn't doubled up by Michigan. You mean matchups matter? Uh, just a little bit. Temple, <laughs> Temple. Yeah, Temple. Temple's no uh, football uh, dynasty. That's for sure. Hoot.
2: They were kicked out of the Big East for crying out loud back in the day.
0: That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But, again, it's Maryland strength against Iowa strength. Bring it. Iowa stops running
2: teams like that. I'm not scared of that. That's what we do. That's the top five and five here on 1700. The champ on the drive with Trent and Wolfgang. We'll get the break. Coming back, we're talking college basketball. I'll look at you and I after media day. Ask Wolfgang about that. Iowa State's injuries. The Hawkeyes. Have they figured out the defense yet? And a little Drake talk will do it all. Next with Kevin Lehman, our college basketball insider on the Champ.
1: Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ, Taz and the Moose every weekday morning from five to eight. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, Moran. Come on! Move it, you clowns! 1700, the champ. Right now, traffic.
0: Right now, we have a rollover crash on Beaver Drive at Hickman Road. And then we also have a stalled semi on I-235 going eastbound at 31st Street. And that's your look at traffic. Drive safe out there, Des Moines, and have a great evening.
1: This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Simply understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-9658. 964 9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515 964 9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing.
0: Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car broke down. Instead, call an audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbindale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football.
2: Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes,
0: and you haven't slept a wink. ZQuil
2: Pure Zs is a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake with no next-day grogginess. So tonight, try new
0: ZQuil Pure Zs from the sleep experts at Vix ZQuil.
2: Back with you on the drive, 1700, the champ, Trent and Wolfgang, getting you home on a Wednesday afternoon. Time to talk college basketball. Our college basketball insider all throughout the year, he is Kevin Lehman, and he joins us here today. Kevin, good afternoon to you, and first things first, well, got a new name to introduce you to, my new co-host, Wolfgang. Wolfgang, say hello to our guest. What's up, Kevin? Good to talk to you, sir. Hey,
1: Wolfgang, I've listened to you before, and You know, I want to get a good nickname. You got TC, you got Wolfgang.
0: Thank you, Kevin. How are you, sir? Appreciate it. I'm doing well. Um, Got a question for you. I know you're a big, big basketball fan. Um, This may be a little macro here for you. Sitting here looking at the basketball landscape over the years, I I think we're sitting here um, basically in the middle of a transformation of basketball with a three-point shot. Um, I'm sitting here watching LeBron James and the Lakers are putting him with all these guys that I'm not used to seeing. Um, not shooters, guys that can do stuff off the dribble, not things that have worked with him in the past. Where are you seeing basketball going right now in college basketball? The pros, obviously, they're going smaller ball. They're not going true big centers. Do you ever see the NBA and college basketball ever going back to what it used to be?
1: No. Uh, what you're seeing, Wolfgang, is more skilled players you are not defined by by positions anymore. And with that three-point line, it changed the game, and it took a long time for the NBA, uh, not the NBA, but the college, to catch up with how important that three-point shot is. But I see this for the future of college basketball. It's going to get more toward the European game. Look for a wider lane to come in. Look for the three-point line to get moved out here in the future. And why does the... NCAA not have four quarters. Everyone else that plays basketball plays in the quarter system.
0: Trent and I had had some problems this summer. We were trying to discuss – I don't want to speak for Trent. He hates when I put words in his mouth. Yes,
2: I do. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> so, Trent, if I'm wrong here, you let me know. We were trying to go over the NBA draft, okay? The big guys, the Aiton guy from Arizona. Can I ask you right now, since we're not quite yet to college, NBA starting – do you think the Aiton guy is going to work? We finally came to the conclusion that he is just because he's so elite.
1: Well, high skill level, and he can shoot the ball out—you uh, know, 15 feet. But you know, there's no more a team the dream with the dream shape uh, and Shaq. You just don't see that type <laughs> of player anymore in the NBA because when these kids grow up now, they all want to be guards. And the first thing you see a young man do is, or a young woman, they grab the ball and go to the three-point line and start launching it. So you're seeing more and more skilled players. And also with the game, the widened lane, uh, the physicality in the post, just are not back to the basket players anymore.
2: Kevin, you were at Media Day today for the UNI Panthers, the MVC, after the run that we saw from Loyola last year. Big expectations. A lot of people back in this league. Looks like uh, yet another renaissance out of the MVC this season. Where does and I fit in that mix for you?
1: Well, when I look at the Valley, uh, thirty-five of fifty starters back. Uh, Loyola has the pedigree, had the chemistry last year. They had the sixth person of the year, Sister Jean. That's hard to beat, right there. <laughs> Clayton, Clayton Custer back. Uh, that is a team that's got. They had tremendous chemistry last year. They have got talent again. The question for me is, can they get that same chemistry? I watched Illinois State practice on Monday. They are. Physically impressive, long, athletic, and deep. Uh, they're going to come out with the preseason poll tomorrow. The Valley will, will release it. I put the Redbirds number one. I put Loyola number two. Southern finished second in the league. They return all five starters. Uh, and Bradley finished fifth. They returned four starters, and they have a seven foot two uh, freshman that Coach World said he'll be a pro. So that's my top four right there. I got the Panthers at fifth. And A.J. Green, guys, I mean, there's a lot of buzz. And Ben Jackson does not usually talk up players. He talks in depth about the skill set of A.J. Green and what he'll do for this Panther program.
0: Yeah, Kevin, have you seen – I've got a guy on Twitter that's a big UNI fan that consistently just – cracks on me, hardcore for being a Hawkeye, and says, yeah, you lost the best guy in the state. I don't care about Wieskamp. Tell me about him for you and I.
1: Well, I just stood next to him. Now, they listen to 6'4". And hey, Wolfgang, you know guys, a lot of guys are 6'3", want to be 6'4". A.J. Green is legit 6'4". Wow. He's got size, he is cut, and a coach's son, you know he's going to make great decisions. And he grew up in the Panther program. He understands their culture and what they're about. It's definitely a team-first, not a me-first type of atmosphere here. So it, I think it makes the transition more seamless for A.J. Green. And Ben Jacobson said today, the ball is going in A.J. Green's hands. They're going to let him make plays.
2: Wow. And make plays he, he certainly did. Watching him last year at the state tournament, uh, and the first-highest-ranked player ever with the Panthers. But I guess the question remains, they need some help inside, and Taiwan Pickford working his way back from injury. What's the latest on Pickford playing small ball, having him be the small ball four? Who is going to be the man in the middle when they do go to that lineup?
1: Well, Pickford's got another two weeks before he's allowed to practice. Uh, he has not played in a pickup game since last May. Wow. This took his ankle. Came back and then had a stress fracture. Uh, cleared in two weeks to start practice. So they're hoping to have him back about the time they go to the Virgin Islands for the Paradise Jam. But I- I'm kind of with you, uh, Trent. I see him playing a lot of four with Isaiah Brown. Gives has a pretty good size, And we know Pickford at 6'4 rebounds like he's about 6'8. So he will help them on the backboards. Austin's fight is out with a health issue right now. That's their one-legit five-man some talk about the transfer, junior college transfer that he got in. He's uh, nicknamed Biggie Goldman. and I found out today he's called Biggie not because of his height, because he was a fat baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, There's nothing this wrong is, with that, man. That's how babies are supposed <laughs> to be. They're cuter when they're fat.
1: Yes, yeah, so, so Biggie Goldman is the stretch five, the Euro-type player. So you're hearing Ben Jackson talk about more of a spread-out offense, and I think when you see the great teams of you and I with Matt Bohannon Ali Fulpanesh, Mark Sonnen, they had guys that could really knock down the three ball and a guard that can load them up. I think we're going back to that with the Panthers this year. Uh, A lot lot of three balls, and A.J. Green making plays for other people.
2: You mentioned the pace that they're going to play with this year, getting up and down the floor. Defensively, what's that going to mean? You and I, throughout the years, certainly have been known as a team that does it with their defense. Uh, Same principles certainly going to be there, but probably not the same kind of numbers we've seen in the past.
1: Well, every coach talks about playing fast in October. Let's see what happens in January yeah. because we know Bradley's going to slow you down. Loyola's going to play great defense. Southern, this is a defensive league. This is a coach's league. This is a well-scouted league. Just Matt asked Matt Elodic when he came in from Valpo. He was so shocked about how well coached and scouted. Everybody, He said people pull out our plays for us before we even run them. Because uh, there are no secrets when you get in the Missouri Valley to play.
0: Yeah, Kevin, uh, this is Wolfgang again. Let me go Homer here for a little bit. I think Iowa and Iowa State fans will be okay with that. You and I fans as well. Drake, how long before we're really interested interested in Drake? What do, you, what do you see out of them this year? What do you see going forward with Drake?
1: Well, Darren Devries, and you know I I recruited Darren at Northern Iowa and was here on the staff of them for two years. One of my favorite people. He's going to get it done there. It's not going to happen this year. This is a year you don't want to be rebuilding because of all the talent that returns in the Valley, transfers, uh, really highly recruited freshmen coming in such as A.J. Green. He's got Nick Norton in the backcourt, Brady Ellingson from Iowa, Nick Norton from UAB. They are fifth-year grad transfers. That's going to help shore it up because we know it's a guard league. Uh, but I don't think Drake has the depth or the frontline depth right now It's going to take him a couple years to get, as we say, his guys in. But I really think Des Moines and Drake, they're ready for a winner. They're on Forest Avenue, and they're going to put a lot of resources in this program. So, you know, I think it's probably a four- to five-year building process for Darren DeVries, his staff, Matt Gaines, the former Hawk. Uh, Matt will to get this thing going there.
2: Kevin Lehman joining us as we take a look around college basketball here in the state of Iowa. Kevin, over to Iowa State, who is dealing with a ton of injuries right now. Solomon Young on his way to go see a specialist. That's always concerning when you hear that. Part two of that, you have the broken nose for Tally, And then a couple of illnesses for the freshman in uh, Tyrese Halliburton and George Conant. Already very banged up team. They got a lot of depth, but I guess early on they're they're feeling it and, and having to see a lot of different guys right now.
1: Well, I remember last year they were they were had a couple of practices when they had seven or eight players. So uh, Steve Probe is kinda excited about having so many guys out there. But I was at practice a week ago. I tell you what, Trent and Wolfgang, there's a lot of buzz about Tyrese Halliburton. Now he's coming off mono, so he didn't practice that day, but that name came up. All the time. Now, 6'5", 170 pounds. He looks like George Gervin, the Iceman. Oh, boy. Long and thin. Now, I didn't see any finger rolls. <laughs> and then you look at talent, Horton uh, Tucker. This guy is a tank at 6'4", 230. And Steve Prohm says, Horton Tucker, he's a scorer. He can score all over. My question about Iowa State is, can they shoot the three ball as well as they did? We got spoiled with... The great shooters of Maz, Dmitra Long, Matt Thomas, Monte Morse loading those guys up, Abdul Nader. Uh, but this is a team that's offensively talented and a guy I really like. Mariel Shayak. The yeah. transfer from Virginia. This guy is an alpha dog at the defensive end. Looks like a warrior at that practice. He competed every second of every drill, and that is a outstanding example to have for your freshman. You have a guy that competes that hard. I really like what he brings to the team along with Michael Jacobson.
0: Yeah, Kevin, let's drink some Kool-Aid here. Let's say you're a Cyclone fan. Drink some Kool-Aid right now. What's the ceiling for this team? I mean, how could, could this possibly get this year?
1: Well, what I like is the two the, the two transfers uh, that I mentioned, Chioc and Jacobson. They're ready to play right now. and So you can bring your freshman around a little bit lower. First of all, we talk about the health issues, but their backcourt with Wigington and Nick wilder Bab, and this is, a, this is a, whatever league you talk about, Big 12, Missouri Valley, Big 10, it's a large league. I really like their backcourt and what they have there. Kansas is loaded with talent. The only thing that can keep Kansas playing another Big 10 title will be Adidas or the FBI. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Kevin, uh, one final one uh hit on the Hawkeyes as Iowa comes into the season. The question remains what they're gonna do on the defensive end. What you have you heard from the practice from the Hawkeyes the first couple of weeks?
1: Well, I'd only spent the summer, Trent, working on their man to man defense, one on one drills, two on two, three on three. <laughs> now, Wolfgang, I didn't see it, but I've heard that.
0: <laughs> is this like is this like Bigfoot? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I said it's the definition of insanity if you expect a different outcome and keep doing the same thing. They've got a guard. And I tell you, when you see them, Wolfgang, I was at media day and watched a little bit of their practice. They're an impressive-looking team, long, mm-hmm. uh, skilled guys. Uh, and, you know, I've said this. I think Conor McCaffrey, baseball may be his best sport, but he's going to help this basketball team. His stats may not lie you, but he's going to give – uh, Bohan, a little rest the backcourt. He understands where the ball needs to go. He's not hunting his shots, uh, and so I like what I'm seeing there. And their front line, you know, with Cook, Pimsall, Garza, nunzi you go play a little bit of four. Creener, they've got some players in that front line now. Steve Pro tells me he only plays seven guys. So is McCaffrey still going to go ten, eleven deep? I think that's been a problem for the Hawks in the past. They Hard for them to get a lot of chemistry playing that many guys.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Trent's on like 11 hours a day, so we're going to give him a day off. And you come in here and pump me up because I appreciate the positivity there about the Hawkeyes because I see it. Play some defense. It can't get any worse, Kevin. So I see some positivity there. I love it. Thank you. I needed that. Trent, can you? Can you like absorb that into your genes right now, please, no, try No, to. no,
2: no. I, I fell I fell victim to that trap last year. I'm not falling victim again this year. Kevin Leavitt joining us, our college basketball insider on 1700 The Champ. Kevin, as always, thank you for your time. All right,
1: Wolfgang. Good talking to you, TC. You guys have a great afternoon.
2: Thanks, Kevin. You too, Kevin Laban Here with us on the Champ. All right, Wolfgang. Uh, one other note I wanted to throw out to you and the top 100. For college basketball, top 100 players came out today from CBSSports.com. I know you've heard me in the past. Matt Norlander, I've known him for a long time. One of my favorite people to talk college buckets with. Linda Wigginton at number 26. And that's it. That's it from the state of Iowa. No Tyler Cook. Nobody on the Iowa roster. Is this
0: just flat out college
2: players, projections to NBA? No, college players. College basketball. Because there is a difference. There is a difference. College basketball players. Like you'll... Zion uh, down it down it down at Duke. He's like thirteen. Probably actually be a higher draft pick sure. than thirteen. Yep. yep. This coming a couple other names that are Bull Bull Manute Bull's son. He was at like ninety seven.
0: How crazy is it to be seven two and be five inches shorter than your father,
2: and be able to check up three pointers. That, that's <laughs> this that's is going to be so
0: fun to watch. It's going to be so. And weird. we'll get
2: to see Iowa Oregon early this season. We'll get to see Bull Bull early on in the year. But motivation expectations. No top 100 players for the Hawks. Surprised at all for that and nobody else from the Iowa State roster.
0: And I do like to see chips on shoulders. You know I like that. Um, I'm guessing everybody at Iowa that went to and heard from anybody that knows anything about the NBA and had to hear the harsh truth, Trent, they could sit there and think they heard the harsh truth from Fran McCaffrey. Uh, Not sure that's true, Trent. If they didn't know that they didn't play defense, if they even thought if Isaiah Moss even thought there was a smidgen, a shot, a snowball's chance in bleep that that was going to happen, that Isaiah Moss was going to actually make the NBA, if he is that just off his rocker, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I like positivity. What is it you like Bill Simmons? What does he say? Irrational confidence. Yes, I like yes, those guys. Yes. I mean, you need some of those dudes on your team. They end up doing things that they shouldn't do that they don't realize they're not supposed to do.
2: You're but, good with those guys.
0: Not always, No. Did you see J.R. Smith in the finals last year?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Irrational, what's the score, guy?
2: Screwed up the whole finals. At least we could have maybe had something compelling there.
0: But I like the chip on the shoulder. I like Tyler Cook when he says he's LOLing, that he's not on the, what, top ten guys in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I like that. Why not? That's good. But do something about it. Don't right. just talk. Right. Talk less is what I would say. A little bit of a something like that, going, yeah, I see that. I hear that. Let's go. I got no problem with that. I like it. And we need something, man. Because you're a huge fan. There's other people that are huge fans that go. If we're just sit, we're sit back and show me mode, and I get it. What is it, Missouri? Whatever that saying is, the show me state. Yeah. So we're basically that right now, and I get that. I don't blame you guys at all for the how you're acting. I'm a little more positive than you are about it, just because I hear what Kevin just said. The defense can't get any worse.
2: You would hope they're, not. If it does,
0: how, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I told I told Kevin to drink some Kool Aid. Yeah. With the Iowa State. Let's let's drink the opposite of Kool-Aid. What would that be? Gasoline? Yeah, yeah. On the fire? Cyanide? W- <laughs> worst defense, then we got a problem, my friend.
2: Right, then you're looking at 8-29, and 29 and uh, yeah, Fred oh McCaffrey maybe looking for, for some, uh, some work uh, in the unemployment line. With that, we'll talk more on the other side, putting a cap on things next. It's The Drive on 1700 The Champ. Back with you one final time, The Drive on 1700 The Champ. Trent and Wolfgang, with you, getting you home here on a Wednesday afternoon. All right, Wolfgang, tonight uh, we get a little baseball going on. Are you... Are you into these playoffs at all? We've had Game uh, game 5 of the NLCS up here in the studio throughout the afternoon. Does this do anything for you? get you pumped up about this at all?
0: It It's really cool to have it here and be able to watch it live as we're doing that. I mean, what's cooler than that? Seriously, to be able to talk sports and watch sports, there's not, there's not much better than that. But the whole first base thing last night kind of got to me a little bit. It's a little interesting how you guys in baseball get outraged over weird things, Trent. How so? You you didn't think that was a little weird. It, what a big controversy this is with your foot on the first base and and what a what a mockery this guy has made of the sport. Was it really that big a deal? Yeah. It yeah. was that dirty. It was bushlight. So you hate you hate um snobby golf people. You've said that. Uh, what do you say, uh purist golf people you hate? Sure.
2: So they you know go, you
0: you're going purist baseball I mean, No, it's was, not purist. Was it's that a, an atrocity to the sport right there, Trey?
2: Yes. You don't do that. <laughs> you don't spike people. <laughs> You don't wait. Spike people. What do you mean? That's exactly what Manny Machado did. You're calling that a spike? Yeah, you're I'm going. I'm watching af- it right now. You're going after somebody's legs. What would you call it? Spikes are spikes. Yeah, he was going after his ankle. That's not with bush spikes, league. Spikes though.
0: That's bush league. You don't do that. He hit him with the top of his cleat. That's not spikes. That's laces.
2: You're going after. He him. laced him. He was going after. Him. Not with anything. He was special. going after his legs. Not Bill
0: Cosby style. He didn't lace him with anything like that. He laced him with his shoelaces.
2: You don't do what you're you're gonna you're gonna defend Manny Machado? That was a good baseball move.
0: Hey, if anybody's listening right now, Trent, I just you know words have meaning meaning. If nobody saw this last night, which a lot of people didn't that are listening, I'm t- I guarantee it. When you say that this man spiked, okay, the fine. Other guy,
2: <laughs> he went after his leg. It's bush league, regardless though. That that wasn't a bush league move. It, but it was also what's what's he what's by the way, this is the first thing
0: I saw on Twitter when this happened. Okay. Something about uh, Manny Machado kicked Jesus. Jesus. I know, but that's the only thing I saw. I'm like, what? Manny Machado kicks Jesus. This has got to
2: be a bigger story than we thought.
0: (laughs) Wow, let me go to uh, CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC immediately. But yeah, I watched that. I don't think it's a huge deal. I'm not a baseball purist. I thought it's fun. It's getting us talking. It's fun. It's it's bleeding over into people that wouldn't even talk baseball. I think this is cool. Now you hear... uh, You hear... Um, Milwaukee, and they're they're talking in their press conference, and you hear, and they're trying to play it all politically correct, and as they're walking away, they go, bleep that bleepy bleeper. Yeah, You know what I mean? So this gets me excited. This is the thing that I need in order to make baseball relevant to me. Do I like Manny Machado that he might go to the Cubs? I think that'd be cool as hell if he went to the Cubs and made that Milwaukee rivalry even more, you know what I mean? Yeah. More of a punch to the gut and more people would care about it. I think that'd be cool as hell. But, yeah, I mean— to me, I like this stuff. I know you don't. You're a huge baseball guy from the minute you came out of your mother's womb. <laughs> no,
2: Well, I, I had to grow into that a little bit, but <laughs> I don't like old stodgy baseball rules. This isn't a stodgy baseball rule. It's just common sense. You don't do that to people. So I'm
0: watching this. Now you've seen this. So what's the first baseman doing? Well, that's a really good question. No, I'm I'm, I'm being yeah. serious here. You understand I'm not because joking here. No, no. Aguiar. Oh, BS aside.
2: Yeah. A- Aguiar certainly... Should have just moved off the bag. He had plenty of time to get away from first Why base. does he
0: look so awkward there?
2: Because he is.
0: Like a, like a, an 11-year-old. I go and watch my my 11-year-old uh, nephew. It, it that's, was like, that's what that looks like right there.
2: It was like that the big first baseman at the Little League World Series, and that's all he can play is first base, and he's big and lumbering. Yeah, yeah. That, That's Jesus Aguilar. That's who he is. He's not nimble over there by any means. But it's a great question. What's he still doing over there? Get off the base yourself. There, there's no reason... For you to be hanging out. Because his foot is, like his toe is at the end and his whole back foot
0: yeah. is size 13. So I don't get, I do, as you can tell, I'm sweating it all pumped up about this. Now I really can't wait to watch this. It's kind of weird. Turn this sucker on. This is going to be fun to watch. But yeah, I love a little hate. There's nothing better than watching two teams that hate each other go at go at each other. Whether it's MMA, boxing, Basketball rivals in in college sports. That's what you want to see. Two people that don't like each other, they don't even need to be the best. If two people don't like each other and you know they don't like each other, you want to watch it. Who doesn't want to watch that? Because every single inch matters. Every single minute matters. Everything matters. So this is going to be fun. I'm actually
2: into this. I've totally talked myself into this. Can't wait to watch this. We got that going on right now. Brewers-Dodgers game number five. Game four tonight 7-30 7 first pitch with the Red Sox in Houston. We were out at G-Migs yesterday watching that game. Got away late with the grand slam from Jackie Bradley Jr. Houston bounced back. Red Sox take control 3-1. to I wasn't a believer in this Red Sox team, even after winning 108 games. I don't like the bullpen. Didn't like Chris Sale, the reduced velocity. David Price, we know about his playoff record. Yet here they are going into tonight. Chance to take control of the series and go home. Uh, with a chance to, to close it out for Game 6 or 7 if we even get to that point. Red Sox-Astros, you got a feeling tonight? Well, I'm
0: interested as a, as you as a big baseball guy. So they won how many? 108? 108, yep. So they won 108 games. And everybody that knows their baseball that I hear was kind of like you. They have no shot at winning this. That They thought that basically Boston had no shot. Why?
2: Because of the bullpen. I think that that was my biggest reason.
0: So 108 games don't matter. You know, at, you go, it, Because
2: that, it is different. Playoff baseball is different than regular season baseball. Playoff baseball is about your five starters going out there, bullpen, all right, we're going to get two, three, four, whatever is necessary. More
0: specialized, would you say, even more? Right? Yes,
2: and because of that, you're going in, you're getting through twice through the order with your starting pitching, unless they're an elite-level guy, they're Clayton Kershaw, they're even a guy like Rick Porcello, you can go deeper. But, but outside of guys like that, Get us through a couple times, and then we'll let the we'll let the bullpen clean up the mess from there on out. It's just a completely different game because you're like, saying
0: Boston's bullpen sucks.
2: Yeah, it's just it's not as well equipped as as some of the others. I mean, the Brewers have a lot better bullpen okay. than the Red Sox. The Astros have a lot better bullpen than the Red Sox. I Guess you get a lead, though. It doesn't matter.
0: But now you may be wrong on this, boss. Why are you going to yeah. be wrong on this? It sounds like you're you're. Opposing your own view before. Am I wrong? Well, i Now just... you're going to take Boston. If you had to do this now, would you bet on Boston right now?
2: Well, yeah, they're up 2 1. Of okay. course. Yeah.
0: So you're feeling Boston.
2: Not tonight, though. I like the Astros. I like Charlie Morton getting well, it done. It's 2 2. It's 2 Coming 2. Coming back two, right? 2 2. And we're then we go up to so easy. a race to 3. We will see about that. Back to football tomorrow, Thursday night football. Not a great game. The Cardinals and the Broncos will be there. And you had something MMA you were talking about. It fill me in here. MMA. No, it wasn't even that. Who, who's the guy that just signed the $325 million contract with, with some company I've never heard of? Alvarez? The boxer? Is that right? Boxer, $325 million. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Come, you didn't see this today? No,
0: I don't think I did. You uh, mean I thought you thought I, I tweeted something about Conor McGregor. Did you see he was with uh, maybe that's what it Jerry was. Jones? Did you see he was with Jerry Jones on Sunday? And uh, they're trying to get an MMA fight at AT&T Stadium where they could probably put 113,000 people to watch him refight Khabib the undefeated Khabib who's never lost a round to anybody ever in
2: MMA other than Conor McGregor round three. Never. Here here it is. This is the thing that I was okay. talking about. Canelo Alvarez signs a five-year, 11-fight deal worth a minimum of $365 million dollars with DAZN, whatever that is.
0: Oh, yeah. See, yeah, they had some sort of MMA fight or, or boxing fight on that recently. I don't know what that is. It's a TV network you go, or do you have to stream it? I don't know. I don't
2: know But either. Canelo
0: Alvarez is no joke. I mean, but— Floyd Mayweather's looking at, it going, yeah, that's not even one fight for me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's that's interesting. That now, quote unquote, the best fighter in the world, he's not, but he's up there, is only making that much. I don't know what that. Obviously, they got big money backing them if they're able mm-hmm. to put up that much money. But it's eleven fights to so take eleven into that. How much is that per fight?
2: Uh, Do that for me. Well, you're about thirty-three million dollars. Thirty-three a fight.
0: million for. I mean, a guy, I don't know if that's enough, quite frankly, but I mean, if he's bringing attention to that network that we yeah. didn't even know about, I didn't know about that till recently. I think Chael Sonnen. there was somebody in MMA that was fighting, uh, Fedor. Yeah, Chael Sonnen and Fedor are fighting, and that's, I almost went to that network or streaming or whatever it is, a mm-hmm. website, I almost went to see that, but that must be an up-and-coming uh, website or TV uh, station that actually has some backing, and that, that'll be interesting. I mean, who knows where sports is going? I have no idea. Do you? You'll These be... People-
2: You'll be able to fill me in more on the, this fighting stuff. I'm I'm not real up to it. So. Didn't fight. Didn't watch Mike Tyson back in the day. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, you, that was you thirty get years that. ago. Do you like people that hate each other and want to fight each other? Yeah. Do you like people like I,
2: uh, I, I like sports with balls.
0: <laughs> okay. There that screw the champ. How about sports <laughs> with balls? Did we just come up with something? <laughs> that
2: is you like that one? Dang, Trent! You just <laughs> came up with that on the spot. <laughs> Sports with balls. That's more my affinity. Sports with balls. We will finish up there for the day. Back at it tomorrow starting at 11 a.m. Myself and Ken Miller over your lunch hour from 11 till 1, 1 to 2. It's Jimmy B and TC. And the drive from 4 until 6 o'clock. All your local programming here along with CBS Sports nationally all throughout the day. Back to 24-7 sports all here on 1700 The Champ.